Hello all, and welcome to the best radio show in town. It's 694.2 PTBP, and I'm your host, Wolf the Dog. I'm here to say things, and you are here to listen. A perfect relationship. Sometimes, you're here to say things, and I'm here to listen. This episode's Howlin' with Wolf is from Cupcake Sinclair in Las Vegas, Nevada, who tweeted about the show and tagged at PretendingPod. An easy and nice thing you can also do to spread the love and joy of 694.2 PTBP with your online friendos. Cupcake Sinclair writes... PTBP equals amazing. I'm hooked. And I love the reminder that sex work is real work. There is discrimination not only from society, but credit cards dictating what can appear. For example, TV can film sleeping, hypnosis, etc., but we cannot. I ask listeners to please consider how hypocritical laws passed against sex workers are a canary in the coal mine for wider changes that will affect us all down the road, especially in terms of what consenting adults do. And that's just porn. You know a sex worker whether you realize or not. Thank you guys for your hard work, the hilarity you bring, and the consideration of my announcement. XOXO, Submissive Cupcake Sinclair. Well, damn, Cupcake Sinclair. Thanks for all the shout-outs and praise. Let's make sure we all support sex workers' rights. If you want to write up something for your little wolfie to howl, tag at PretendingPod on Twitter, tag at PretendingPod on Instagram, and tag Pretending to be People on Facebook. Or write up a five-star review on the podcast app of your choice. If you give old Wolfie a shout out, I might read that dang review right here in the wettest broadcasting studio this side of the Mississippi. And this side, it means under. Do you want to check out our shit without having to type a single letter? All of our links are where? Say it with me, children. All of our links are where? In the show notes. Seriously, go look at the show notes. It's wild stuff in there. And it takes me about four hours to type them up with these big old nasty paws. Please acknowledge my hard work and excellent use of language. Now dial up for some vile fluff. It's time for the news. Last time, we met Shelley St. Blythe, a crystal doctor with a penchant for puppetry, who witnessed something wildly unnatural back in the day. He was at a dig site with the charming and capable Dr. Brock Hargrave, as well as Jimmy Corrigan, a badass merc with a soft spot for his wife and children. A woman with myriad names, a shrinking frame, and the voice of Jennifer Jason Lee continued building her personal strike team with the owner of Boeri Security, Vincent T. Boeri, who has an eye for fashion and an even better eye for new employees. And for this particular mission, she rounded out the squad with a vagabond called Meat Hook. 
They received their assignment in this emaciated woman's house that reeked of cat piss, sans the cats. The briefing was as follows. Dr. Brock Hargrave and one of his co-workers at Holy Cow Farms have gone missing. Dr. Hargrave headed out after work and just didn't come back. But his missing co-worker seemingly never left the office building of Holy Cow Farms. Taking us now to the Delft two-car convoy of Jimmy Corrigan's Jeep and a, Jesus, a stretch Escalade? Wow, this team may be fucked, but at least we have Hudson Freeman with Muscles R. Springs. everybody welcome to episode two of this short story here on pretending to be people it's holy cow farms time holy cow farms holy cow holy cow you know we looked that up and uh <laughs> zach there's only two businesses in the country that are currently named that so pretty good pun pretty good and one of them's close enough where we can go take a picture with the sign yeah or we can go break into their facilities <laughs> we should do that yeah, we should break into uh the holy cow farms that's in arkansas just as a tribute to this episode we should role oh, play snap. inside because we found out we're all cousins we are oh, all right cousins. Yeah. us paul rudd <laughs> who else the royals everyone. john ham yeah john ham that's right mm-hmm. lord <laughs> um, mark twain ellie kemper ellie yeah, kemper for john sure. goodman oh uh disney jenna jenna fisher <laughs> Good pull, yes. Janelle Monet, but she won't claim it. Oh, oh, yeah. damn. She's from KC, John, though. Did you say John Goodman? No, I, I think Thomas John did. Goodman. John Goodman? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Brad yeah. Pitt. Bo, Brad duh, Pitt. Yeah. He's from our town. Our friend Brad. Uh, you know what? So I found out something terrible about Brad Pitt. What? He was born in Oklahoma, not Missouri. What? Yeah, but he, even, he, even though he grew up here and spent his formative years in Springfield. You really scared me for a minute there. <laughs> I really thought yeah, those yeah. Are, those are dark you words. were going to say something to harm the reputation of our Lord and Savior, Brad Pitt. <laughs> hey, hey, hold on. This is the Jesus podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, any Jesus lover can admit that Brad Pitt is as close Should to God Jesus. as yeah. we got on this planet. I want him opening the gates of heaven. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey. I recently watched him murder so many people on a train. Oh, <laughs> but did he feel bad about it? He kind of did. Honestly, did any of you see that? I did see. Me? I still haven't seen Bullet I still Train. Seen Bullet Train. No. So fucking good. Did you see it, Becca? Not yet. No. You should. It's a fun one. I heard Luke and Joe liked it. <laughs> I, heard, I heard that somewhere too. I heard it was more ensemble than Brad Pitt. Yeah, he he was the the string that ran through the whole movie, but it was great. It was like a live action anime starring Brad Pitt. <laughs> That's all I need. It's a great pitch. Becca, I'm curious. 
to hear a little bit more about your uh, your role playing history. I, I'm sure you've shared this many many times before, but what what brought you to this lovely hobby that we all share? The money, baby. Fuck yeah, yeah, bro. Print them bills. Yep. No, uh, <laughs> hey, I was just uh, a bystander when Crit Roll started having having snacks in the kitchen with them at Geek and Sundry. And we played all kinds of other role-playing games there. And uh, at first, so competitive board gaming is my jam. You know, I love it. Love me some magic. Love me any competitive board game. But once I understood intellectually that you don't need to win. In fact, it's way more fun to lose terribly. That's when role-playing really clicked for me. (laughs) And I also have an acting background from the University of Missouri, Kansas City. Uh, I've driven by there. So, you know, I just just get to act, but uh, with only my voice, and that's real fun. Hell yeah. Do you act with your whole body anyway while you're doing voice acting? Not today, because I kept my camera off. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, you've seen us waving our arms around wildly. Are you doing that like just for no one? Fun fact, (laughs) when I do like a commercial voiceover, I do wiggle my arms in the air like they're little serpents that are helping me to explain the product. Yep. It's your favorite product you've sold with your voice. Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. And it's a good tie-in for Delta Green because uh, one of the artists on the original Magic the Gathering run was one of the creators of this game that we're playing this evening, Delta Green. Oh shit, I hope it's not one that was canceled. <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> Me you know, too. Those, those OG artists, there's some fucked up shit in some of that car. Stuff. <laughs> I'll be I'll Google Dennis Detwiller canceled later and we'll find out. No, no, that's a leading question. <laughs> <laughs> Does Meat Hook have a collection of banned magic cards? <laughs> Meat Hook made her own band. <laughs> <laughs> And she's remembering uh, going through the cards in her mind as you're driving, sitting in this car, uh, because it feels like magic being inside a vehicle for the third time in your life, Meat Hook. And we see the Holy Cow Farms office building, except for Holy Cow Farms seems to share this office building with a few other companies listed on the sign out front. It is a very boxy, nondescript office building with a large parking lot where you can park wherever you would like. Today is a Tuesday. It is 8.57 p.m., almost 9 o'clock. The parking lot is dark. There are orange lights lighting up specific segments and there is a van parked up near the door that says trolleys cleaning service. And it's the van has like a paint job like it's a trolley car. Goomba. I've used those guys a hell of a lot. <laughs> they keep the mouth shut. Wait, you say that like they're that kind of cleaner? They do all sorts. What they do in my townhouse? I'm sure they do a, f- a freaking fantastic job. Perhaps they'll have a card. <laughs> you got a whole townhouse? Oh, of course, yes. Do you need someone to live in the basement or something? (laughs) (laughs) Do you need? (laughs) It does get lonely there at times. It would be fun to have a a roommate of sorts, yes, sure. Yeah, like a little basement creep. (laughs) 
Okay. Well, um, maybe we could talk about me being your basement creep. Sure. Well, exchange details. I would love to have a, a, a basement creep, yes. <laughs> okay, well, I live in the hold. That's all the details I can really tell you. <laughs> the hold. Is that uh, over on uh, 3rd Street or... Uh... It's like way far outside of town. There was a street sign once, but somebody ripped it down and nobody ever fixed it. <laughs> well, I'll, have, I'll give you my address and uh, one day you'll be there and I'll say, oh, there's the basement creep. <laughs> That's how I'll know you found the place. This plan works out really well for me. To be honest, me, look, I think this works out for the doc too. You know, he could really, he could really use some company. He's, he's going a little bit batty. Oh, well, you know, we're all going a little batty. I mean, people tell me I'm batty all the time. Just because I stand on street corners handing out leaflets. Leaflets? Yeah, you want a leaflet? Here. If you've got one, of course, yes. Let me read your literature. Yeah. And w- what's it about, this one? <laughs> that one? That one's about how uh, they're... We need to be teaching kids about the under, underground digging because we're all going to have to be mole people someday. Oh, my. You're a basement creep after my own heart. Yes, get the children digging early on. They might find things in the ground, and that ties directly into my profession. That's We need more kids digging in the ground. Yeah, I'd like to see one of those pamphlets, too. Oh, right. You're like a gym guy, right? I am an anthropologist, archaeologist, historian. Oh. But yes, I guess you could call me a gym guy, sure. We got some uncut gyms, you know, that you find there sometimes. But that's not the real purpose. The purpose is if we don't teach uh, our kids to be mole people now, they're going to be really not used to living without sunlight. You know, I kind of thought you might be a, a little kooky, but I'm 100% in agreement with you on the mole people issue. Well, we could get started with your two kids. Do you want to put them underground? I desperately want my kids underground. Yeah, you, you could use this pamphlet. I'm going to teach those little fuckers to dig. <laughs> Enough about this underground shit. I've got my eyes up to the skies. They call me the Rock Man, if you didn't know that. The Rock Man? The Rocket Man. Oh. Rocket Man. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's someone else. <laughs> no. In this universe, there is no piano playing musicians at all, except Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, the only piano playing musician not in this canonical. universe. Vincenti only listens to Billy Joel. Bach never existed. It can't be, right? There must have been a piano player at some point. Hey, Becca, can you roll a 50-50 up and down roll for me? If he knows what's good so for him. So if you roll under 50, it'll be a luck success. If you roll 50 or over, it'll be a luck failure. Wolfgang Amadeus who? <laughs> <laughs> Those words mean literally nothing to me. <laughs> How'd you roll, Becca? Oh, sorry. I, I, I thought someone else was rolling. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> <gasps> 47. That is, Hell yeah. That is a success. Nice. Uh, and so one of the cleaners comes down, and uh, you see that they open up the front door and walk over to the van and they go into the back of the van. If you continue watching, they pop out of the van and they're smoking a cigarette and they get on their phone and start chatting with someone. I slip out the limousine Escalade and I creep up behind them and I wanna attack by jumping 
from flat-footed on the ground to onto their shoulders uh-huh. and put them in a headlock because I'm, I'm pretty small. Okay. Uh, would you rather roll athletics or unarmed combat for this? I would like to roll the same thing. A classic would-you-rather. Yeah, I wish there was hard success in this game because I rolled a 12 under 50. Nice. 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 Uh, They failed on their check, so you uh, can easily jump. (laughs) Meat Hook, they they start sniffing the air as you approach. (laughs) But don't look back in time, and suddenly there's a tiny little dirty person on this uh, this cleaner's back and they're on their phone. Oh, a cleaner's and- worst enemy. <laughs> <laughs> ew, ew, oh, what, yo, oh, God, help, 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 oh my God, oh my God, help, what? Uh, I, I squeeze their throat with my little arm until they can't yell anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, go ahead and uh, and roll damage. So uh, that'll. I squeeze with my little arm. <laughs> Someone who can't yell. <laughs> go ahead and. Uh, Wait, uh, my damage yeah, is one d four minus one, and I'll give you an additional d four because you snuck up on him. Oh, okay. I rolled a four on the first one and a four on the second one. This diet is busted. Uh, that's. Is it minus one? Uh, for it each is. Die? So with uh, six hit points, uh, six. that actually takes down half of their hit points in one <laughs> fell swoop, and they failed their constitution check to stay conscious, which works out quite well for your plans. As this person hits the ground and their cell phone with it smashes onto the ground, and you just hear a voice coming out that's like, Dorothy, Dorothy, Dorothy. It was a woman? Uh, yeah, it was a woman that you, uh-huh. you jumped on. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh, like I've, you know, uh, our sisterhood, I betrayed her. Um, well, too late. Yeah, but you, you won one for the class struggle. <laughs> She's Those cleaners. City cleaners. Urchins are pitted against the working Yeah, but she's got a leg up on me. I see what you're saying. Vincenti walks over and does she have like a key ring? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see uh, that there is a key ring uh, with uh, basically some normal keys as well as some like scan cards uh, that are Mm -hmm. attached to this ring. And you see this phone also on the ground that... Dorothy, Dorothy, should I... What do I do? I look at Vincenzo, <laughs> whatever your name is. Close enough, kid. <laughs> should, I, should I pretend to be her? Uh, hold on. Yes. <laughs> he rolled to say that. Up the phone. <laughs> you had to roll to see if she should do the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kid, pretend to be people. <laughs> no. You can't do that. Um, barrel down the camera. Hi. It's... It's a uh, sorry. I I think I need a rest. <laughs> I was gonna say it's me, Dorothy. Roll disguise. I figured that wouldn't convince her. Oh my god, Becca! Please roll disguise. Great. Yeah, the skill you didn't. Take. I added nothing to this skill. Okay, so that's a fifty-six, and I have a ten percent. <laughs> that's a big failure. Oddly enough. 
the voice on the other end of the phone is like, uh, yeah, okay, all right, uh, I well, I have to take a nap in my van now. <laughs> okay, Dorothy, um, sleep well. Wait, can you remind me what we were just talking about? And that's the scariest thing this person on the other end has ever heard. A different voice than their friend Dorothy <laughs> has taken the phone, says that, and you hear a deadline on the other end of this I car think I phone. got away with it. <laughs> Very good performance there, Meadook. Thank you, Doctor. You're going to be a really valuable asset to the family after this if you survive. <laughs> We don't even know why the cleaners were here. This kid's going to get us all killed. (laughs) Things are really turning around for me. I already get to be somebody's basement troll. Uh, (laughs) We're friends. Guy with spats on his shoes. And this guy, he's going to let me teach his kids to dig underground. (laughs) You've really ingratiated yourself with this group. (laughs) And to think we almost killed you. (laughs) What? What? He thinks to himself. <laughs> he says out loud. He yeah. says out loud. You've got an interior monologue problem, I think. It's just coming out. <laughs> no one ever tells me no. Okay. Glad we're friends. <laughs> he starts uh, swinging the key ring around his finger and just kind of jaunts into the open door that Dorothy came out of. Did we take Moses up on getting some laminated name tags printed out? Yeah, what did you want on those? Mrs. Milk Woman. I don't know. What do you think I should write? Maybe not that. Maybe... Uh... <laughs> Nobody looks at these things too hard. <laughs> Just give me a normal name, you know, like Meat Hook. <laughs> Milk Hook. Milk, Milk Hook is perfect. Mine just says Milk they'll, Hook. They'll never know who it is. <laughs> I'd like my badge to say I'm a cleaner named Dorothy. <laughs> a well timed flashback. <laughs> oh, do you read minds? Are you going with cleaners? Are you going with uh, some sort of governmental agency? What kind of cover would you have? Bug spray? I think I just want to be a, a milk tech. <laughs> Classic milk, milk tech. tech. I'm, a, I'm a milk tester. Yep. We always infiltrate dairy offices as a milk tech crew. That's right. So classic milk tech group <laughs> here. <laughs> you got your tester and three techs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, and uh, like Luke said, the door is open and unlocked as you go over there. I think you're the only one over there with the door open as you call back to the rest of the group. Hey, door's open. Jimmy, can you do something about this body that I incapacitated? No, kid. You got to learn how to deal with those mistakes on your own. Damn it. Okay. (laughs) I put my arms under the armpits and try and drag her into the back of the van. Drag her into the van just like that. You're a natural. You're a good father. Thank you. You teach, you don't do for it. <laughs> you know? You gotta you gotta teach me to fish. <laughs> hers says mil hers says milk Your name tag says bean dad. Bean dad? I just learned what this was today. <laughs> oh bean, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Bean Dad's a wild internet. Oh, thing. I remember yeah, Bean you remember Dad. Bean yeah. Dad. It's pretty sad. When she says, teach me to fish, uh, fish face pops his head up. God damn it. <laughs> Now you fish face. Okay, sorry. Wait, fish face? <laughs> yeah. You remember that time we were sitting on that dock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking at the moon. Never mind. Looking at the never moon. mind. It could never work. Yeah, you're right. Okay, bye. Get back in the front Jimmy's. seat next to Goomba. <laughs> hey, get over here, Miyuk, okay? All right, let's do it. Come on, let's hang out, okay, Miyuk? Hey, All right. Hey, Goomba, uh, start turning the car around. It's going to take a while, and we're going to have to get out of here quick. That's like a 36-point right. turn, I would imagine, had I ever seen or ridden in cars before. Wait, hold on, kid. That's exactly right. I think you're a natural. Wait, are you some kind of math nerd? No, it's just that... Okay, it sounds silly, but... The spirits speak to me. I think I think they're from another planet, but they're... It's like a, more like another dimension. I got a pamphlet about it. Here. Let's review this pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should go into this dairy farm before who, whoever was on the line to Dorothy comes looking for her. No, what, what do these spirits say? As, as, as Vincenti walks into Holy Cow Farms, he reads aloud, just sometimes spirits talk to me. <laughs> oh, wow. nice. Fascinating. Cool, kid. <laughs> You're a little out there, but I haven't seen anything in these pamphlets that would disqualify you from a career in extensive stretch limousinery. <laughs> Thank you. As you guys are looking at the map on the wall of this office building inside, it's just uh, got the different names on which floors they're on. And you see that Holy Cow Farms is on the eighth floor of this building, and there are 12 floors total. If I look at these other businesses and having known Hargrave and being a colleague, are there any other businesses that stand out as maybe something else that he would have been maybe here to look for or into? Interesting. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll while I think of something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a lot more sense than what I had. I rolled a 49 on a 50 anthropology is what I rolled. Okay, yeah, so for being aware of the profession. <laughs> Not that I'm using an anthropological With skill. all of your knowledge of the field of anthropology. Which includes all the articles about Dr. Hargrave that he's obsessively like, <laughs> he knows the man through his study. I mean, you see there's like a dermatologist on the first floor. There's a cafe on the second floor. On the third floor, there's a, uh, a psychic holding the same floor as a, a kid's Playland, and on the I fourth floor there's a massage parlor. <laughs> <laughs> on the fifth floor there's a karaoke place. There's a bunch of places, none of which uh, stand out. stand out to you. Cool, cool. But you're confident that whatever he was looking for, connection-wise, it's probably at Holy Cow Farms. The kids, they're training to be psychic. Now we know. He was here for the milk. Which is what the handler had circled in the name of the scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's just a red herring. <laughs> uh, and on the seventh floor, it's, it says uh, psychic kids. Uh, <laughs> psychic psychic children? kids in adult playpen. <laughs> <laughs> playpen? It just has bigger. It's a ball pit, but with bigger balls. It's a child psychic. And a disgusting ball pit. It's not a bigger pit. It's the balls that are bigger. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> One adult fits in at a time. <laughs> Does Trolley's cleaning service have an office in the building? Uh, no, they seem to have been here cleaning. Good question. I've done a little detective work. These cleaners? <laughs> probably cleaning. <laughs> oh, yes, very good. Very good deduction. I see why we brought you along. And as you all get into the elevator, you see the same kind of sign with all the different listings for the floors, as well as the buttons on elevators where you click them to make it go up. There's also the closed door button, but it doesn't do anything. Hey, look, there's no 13th floor button in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't put a yeah. 13th floor button in an elevator. No, especially if there's only 12 eight, stories eight. to it. <laughs> and he clicks the eighth button. I have to go pee really bad. I'm well, sorry. I'll hold it. Oh, okay, sounds good. So the <laughs> elevator doors open and you see a dark office. We're going to use the layout for the office office. Tight. So uh, in front of you, you see... A uh, UK or American. American. Good question. <laughs> I don't know the layout of the UK one nearly it's as well. Pretty similar. That makes sense <laughs> based on the scripts of the first season. And so you see the round desk ahead of you, uh, coat rack on the right. And uh, yeah, the lights are off. There seems to be no one here. You fumble around with the keys. You're looking at that all through the glass door. Looking around the keys, you see that one of the key cards is for Holy Cow Farms. He sticks it in the keyhole and turns the key. Uh, the light turns green. Door opens. On the other side, you hear the van way outside running still. It's a loud van. <laughs> it's a really loud van. <laughs> When the windows are open, it's it's hot. It's July. Uh, they're trying to air it out. I'm glad the windows open on the eighth floor of this building. It would make my job a lot easier if I came here to do my normal job. Oh, what sort of what sort of line of work are you in? Uh, window cleaning. Oh. <laughs> and you find that you find that to be easier with the windows open. It's a strange world, window cleaning. <laughs> I guess I've never thought about it much. It must be. Hold on. With these windows open, I wonder what they're trying to air out. Can I do a check for smell? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and roll alertness or search. Let's see. Alertness or search. (gasps) Nope, it's a 56 and I needed a 50. Damn. Uh, Sniffing the air, meat hook, you, you smell something burning or burnt. And Vincent is smoking a cigarette right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's a thick smoke next to you. Um, I obviously and share the information. You notice that there's a there's a trash can nearby with a bunch of burnt popcorn that's been tossed into it. Vincenti would like to do a smell with his eyes around. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I kind of figure this is, uh, there's there's no one in here that you can see, so uh, this is going to be kind of an exploration kind of thing. What are you looking for? Where are you going? I'm just kind of wandering through and just like looking for blood. <laughs> <laughs> what did you roll? He's just not looking too hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't find any blood. Jimmy lets out a huge sigh and he's like, all right, I'll teach you how to smell. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to roll an alertness. Uh, nine. Yeah, with a nine, your sniffer smells the exact same cigarette smoke and burnt popcorn that the others have been smelling, but your alertness pass. 
shows you to one of the desks nearby that you see some paperwork strewn about and you notice, oh, this is... And it's covered in blood that he missed. There's <laughs> <laughs> handprints all the way up. <laughs> Big bloody arrows on the floor pointing to the desk. This is help. <laughs> No, you see, uh, you see, Doctor Brock Hargrave's desk here at Holy Cow Farms. You see a picture of him. You see lots of papers all over his desk that have his have his name on them. And there is a computer at his workstation, as well as a, a large file cabinet. Yeah, you're at his desk. Uh, you see that there are probably, what, like 14, 16 desks around the office in little pods. This guy sat in Dwight's desk. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I pick, yeah, I pick his phone like of jello. <laughs> Toss it aside. God damn it. Doc, I, I think you better get over here and look at some of these files. Yes, I, I'm very curious what Barack Hargrave was doing here at Holy Cow Farms. And you, see, you see a picture of him holding up this artifact on this expedition that you are in the picture, you are in the expedition, but the way he's holding out his arm in like gleeful triumph is blocking your face from being seen in the picture. <laughs> yeah, me, look, look, see, this is me and Brock. Uh, I promise that's that's me there. You can't quite see my face, but I I was I was once a person who would go on these expeditions like this. It's him, Meatook. I was there. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you got the kind of same chunky middle. Yeah, I see. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The chunky middle. Yes. Stand aside, let me look. And I start rummaging through his papers. Uh, rummaging through his papers, I'm going to go pee. I have to. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just joking earlier when I said don't pee. <laughs> I'm very sneakily eating. That, do it, that's okay. Do it less sneaky. <laughs> you, want, you want a mukbang? <laughs> oh, you don't know about no. mukbangs? No, I do. We, I just, we know. The whole idea really, I dislike... <laughs> with, with you asked for it. Crunch. You can chew as loud as you fucking want. Boy, that that's a whole lot of papers. Okay, <laughs> wait. Rummaging it's taking me quite some time to get through these. <laughs> Read all his notes while he's gone. We'll just totally ruin the adventure and say go exactly. <laughs> Skip to the last page to see who did it. Now that's the way to choose your own adventure. <laughs> I choose to win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to let a stupid book beat me. That's what we call Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Becca, I saw that you uh, played uh, Bleak Prospect with the Glass Cannon crew, and it was like a week after we had just got done playing it with Scott Dorward, the guy who wrote it. And it was really fun to see you guys do a totally different... Like, oh, man. Yeah. That that was a bleak one. Those yeah. guys were so fun. <laughs> I can't believe you played with Scott Derwood. That's amazing. It was super cool. Yeah. We've played with him a couple of times now. He's running through some, some of his stuff. He's like our podcast grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> I played with him once. It hasn't come out yet, though. Oh, right. Cool. Did you guys cool. play some Call of Cthulhu? Uh-huh. On an award-winning podcast. Oh, an award-winning Ooh. podcast, yeah. you say. They won Best Podcast at the Innies. Nice. Was it on the Daily? It was the Daily. <laughs> I'm I played Call of Cthulhu. I'm Michael Barbaro. <laughs> <laughs> this is Call of Cthulhu. Here's what else you need to roll today. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> 
boy, it's taking you quite a while to shuffle through all those papers. There's just a lot here. It's a lot to get through, but I'm not seeing exactly... Am I? <laughs> lights start going off. Red lights illuminate the entirety of this office. And a small voice says, Hello, an intruder has been found here. Please call the security company if this is an alarm. Hello, an intrusion has been found here. Please call security if there, if this was a mistake. <laughs> Jeremy, I'm going to try I've, this again. I've never heard, <laughs> never heard a more confused automated message, but I'm going to give it a try. And I take the phone out of the jello and, and press Wait a minute. like those. It says call security if it's a break in. If we don't call, security won't come. You're right. I, th- I believe I you, that right. is correct. Yes. That's what they said. That is what the voice said very explicitly. Yes. Those were great instincts, me hook. I hang up the phone. <laughs> okay. Wow. We really dodged that bullet. Phew. That was a close one. <laughs> wow. I'm not used to all these indoor lights. <laughs> <laughs> With the flashing red lights continuing to illuminate your search, I need everyone uh, who is searching to go ahead and roll a search check for me. We'll see what you find in this place. Ooh, I crit pass. It's a 22 on a 60. Well, that will fucking do it, huh? <laughs> uh, Vincenti uh, regular passes as he smiles, knowing that this building bought one of his security systems. <laughs> <laughs> Meat hook fails. You know, computers, not my thing. <laughs> Are you doing the Zoolander thing on one of them? The, the pages are too big. Eight and a half by 11, I need a four by six square leaflet. <laughs> I love that. Scott, you might have a future in the printing industry too if limousining doesn't work out. Well, thank you. You've learned a lot about leaflets in your time. Well, you know, I dabble. I dabble in zines. How long have you been dabbling in the anarchy scene? <laughs> no, zines with a Z. Oh, yeah, zines. zines. Which is part of the anarchy scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All my life, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Shelly St. Blythe, uh, with your critical success, we're going to come back to you. Okay. The success was Vincenti Boeri. Yes? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, as you're going through the desk, you, uh, you're kind of feeling around and you feel underneath there's this kind of wooden piece that is sticking out. And when you flick it, a false bottom comes out from the main drawer of this desk. When it pops down, you see it's full of notes about things that have been brought to Trigate Supply. You see a map of the city with little dots poking around in a, in a specific kind of layout at the Zeitgeist, which is an abandoned space needle here in the city. That's cool. Yeah, it is. Shout out to Dylan B. from Deadwood, South Dakota for giving us the Zeitgeist. Nice. And while we're here, shout out to Zakharov Sawyer, another $10 up patron for Trigate Supply. And finally, you see a handwritten note scrawled on the bottom corner of one of these pages that says, Strummer's Crystal? Question mark. Doctor, 
You know almost as much as this guy, but definitely not as much about crystals and stuff found in the earth. What's this Strummers thing? <laughs> Did you say Strummers? You would know that there is a shop in town called Strummers Resonating Crystals, and it is owned by Aaron Strummer. Shout out to Dale Armont from Arkansas. Yeehaw. The, the land of actual crystal shops. The <laughs> land of crystal shops and Holy Cow Farms. <laughs> yeah. Whoopee. <laughs> Whoopee. Whoopee. Uh, yeah, yes, that's that's Aaron's establishment. It's where I do most of my gem shopping. What could Hargrave want with a gem shop that I frequent? <gasps> Is he trying to do me in? Is he trying to finish me off for good? Or maybe just prank you. He really likes to mess around. I mean, you, I think you gotta just let this guy stop having... Obviously, we have to finish this mission, but in general, this, this guy needs to have less space in your head. Shelly needs a minute to clear his head and he walks off into the other room and walks directly into the security room with some TVs around and different like VHS tapes lining the wall with different dates on it and tiny little security TVs that you could play them on. Nobody here though? There's nobody here, no. You just walk right into this room. Looking around, it just seems to be looking at Holy Cow Farms only, not the rest of the building. I kind of turned. There's only like three cameras in here. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> turned to the rest of the room. I believe I found the nerve center for the, the security operation. We might be able to see what might have happened that day that Hargrave left and his coworker disappeared. Well, if the security system is all my security system. <laughs> It's probably not going to work great, but we can, <laughs> <laughs> we can try. But it looks so expensive. It does look expensive. Yes, it is expensive. It, it is too. very expensive, yeah. You guys keep having this conversation as the red lights are just like blinking and flashing. Eventually, it just makes a call. <laughs> <laughs> the lights. Roll just... bureaucracy real quick, Vincenti. Crit fail. Oh, shit, I thought it was a crit pass. 22 on a 10. <laughs> Very cool. Is there something better than bureaucracy you could justify? I'm sure there is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How about... Really feels like it would be bureaucracy. You seem like you're really trying to come up with something. Italian. <laughs> it's an Italian security system. <laughs> and I speak to the security guys in Italian on the phone. <laughs> I'm going to go with a no. Uh, <laughs> this is one of those excellent times when you have to put you your foot have down. have to say no to something no. really stupid. <laughs> I love saying yes. Not a chance in this case. As you call your own security company, they have your direct number. So someone picks up there. Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, no one's breaking into the building that Holy Cow Farms is in. So turn off the alarm. Oh, okay. No. What do you mean? How do you know? What do you mean? Who called you? I, I'm sorry to, you know, kind of bark up the ladder, but I feel like maybe following orders isn't what you hired me to do. You hired me because I'm a small individual who thinks of myself, you know? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll, ne- you'll just never hang make up. that mistake again. <laughs> Fuck. And he hangs up. I think you got to kill that guy. <laughs> oh, he's hey. That might be your first job out of here. Oh, I call. I call back Hold and on. get that guy's name. <laughs> I thought you were offering this kid a legitimate job in Moon Rocks. 
Yeah, I've never killed before. It's not that's not really my thing. God willing, you'll never have to. Wait, forget I said anything. We'll talk about it afterwards. And then he just writes down the guy's name that was on the phone. We're going to have a real wacky dynamic <laughs> when we're three grandfathers living yeah, wha- <laughs> whack. Shelly's exactly, the wacky. The, ma- the, the rat that lives in the basement. <laughs> it's a sitcom. Dinner's ready, basement rat. <laughs> As you guys are having this conversation, we- <laughs> broccoli again. Shelly Saint- now, now. <laughs> Saint Blythe has been dutifully going through the different VHS cassettes and finding the day that is just from two days ago. The day that was the last time that Dr. Brock Hargrave had come into Holy Cow Farms and the day that his co-worker did not ever clock out. And you see on the security footage, the two of them around, I don't know, 3.30, walk into the kitchen area where there's no camera present. Damn it. It's like so important to have a camera in the kitchen. You gotta see who steals your yogurt. I imagine, if you have a refrigerator. <laughs> That's the prime place where most office thefts occur is the kitchen. And except for bathrooms, it's where most accidents occur. <laughs> yeah. And you see Dr. Brock Hargrave at Holy Cow Farms. He is wearing the exact same clothes that you've always seen him in. He is in full-blown field archaeologist gear working at this office. And a cowboy hat? Yep, cowboy hat included. And when he walks out of this kitchen area back into frame, into the office, he is holding an open yogurt container. The spoon is just like hanging limply in his other hand, his mouth agape as it looks down and the hand with the spoon in it kind of rubs at his belly, looks up directly into the security camera turns around, looks back at the room where he came from, looks back at the security camera, nervously smiles, looking at his belly and rubbing it continuously as he walks back. And is this the last time we've seen this the friend appear again on cameras? For the rest of that day and for the next day as you skim through, you do not see this co-worker. Well, he fucking ate him. Shelly, you know this guy. Is that his normal sort of behavior? I've never seen how he reacts to yogurt himself, but no, uh, in general, he does not rub his belly satisfied after a meal. The only time I ever saw him rub his belly like that was when he ate a man. (laughs) As he is wont to do. The more alarming thing is that his friend did not reemerge. There's... That friend could still be somewhere in that kitchen as we speak. Let's go open the fridge. As you guys walk over to the kitchen, you hear sirens in the distance through the open windows of the eighth floor of this office building. Oh, right. That time we called security and then they clearly knew we were lying. (laughs) And that other time where I took the phone and pretended to be someone. And now I'm thinking maybe she knew I wasn't pretending to be people so good. (laughs) <laughs> as we all look into the Stare camera, the camera <laughs> yeah. everyone gyms the camera <laughs> since we're here so quick search the kitchen before we run i can show you all how to climb down a fire escape 
<laughs> What's the fastest way to the sewers? <laughs> you are definitely going to be able to get out of here cleanly if you leave now. If you search the kitchen, you're going to maybe risk it. I'd just like a quick pop open the fridge to see if there's not a body in there. Oh, there's no body in the fridge. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Vincenti pulls his gun out of his briefcase and wants to look around just a little harder. Okay, are the rest of you staying or going? I'll scope things out from the roof. Even though, let me tell you, the fastest way to the sewer is through the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> since you asked. Vincenti agrees. He's like, since <laughs> we'll flush ourselves down the toilet to escape the cops. They'll never expect it. In a place like this, they might have an industrial-sized one. They got cows here. For Kevin. <laughs> they've, got, they've got cow shitters here, I'm sure of it. Here in the office office on the eighth floor of this <laughs> office building. Yes, definitely. Well, yeah, that's why there's not cow shit everywhere. That's exactly right, because the cow shitter, the single one. <laughs> okay. So are we flushing ourselves down this cow shitter? Are we running out the back door? Looking at this slightly large toilet, you think, I don't know if I'm going to live. Vincenti wants to look in the kitchen first. <laughs> Go ahead and roll search, I suppose. Yeah, he he thinks back to all of the crimes uh, he has cleaned up in kitchens. Natch. And he's like, I've never committed a crime in a kitchen, I guess. <laughs> we can't hear you. We're far down the cow shed. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where'd you guys go? You guys take off running out of this office, uh, closing the door behind you. Uh, is anyone trying to clean up any of the mess that you've made since you've been here, shoving everything kind of back where it was? The only mess would be Hargrave's desk, That's right? right, yeah. Then, yeah, uh, probably as we're running oh, past it, he would try to at least close up the secret panel that had the stuff inside it. Done. And you guys head down the hallway, or are you taking the stairs of the elevator? Stairs. Smart elevators out when the alarm's on. And I'll, I'll meet you guys down there. I'm taking the elevator. <laughs> no, I'm not really. You click the button. <laughs> I comically like grab the doctor by his shirt, haul <laughs> him down the stairs. Uh, eight floors down. Go ahead and uh, roll athletics. <laughs> well, everybody, 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 athletics. This is what I'm made for. Oh. Nope. With the doctor on my back, I, <laughs> I trip. Oh no, did we all fail? I failed. I failed. I forgot to eat any food for days. <laughs> Except for some dry ramen. And now, uh, I'm out of energy. Vincenti passes. Oh, he just fucking dies? <laughs> Away. <laughs> you, you definitely run down the stairs easy peasy and you look back and we're all just like hanging off the railing and like in awkward angles just exhausted <laughs> covered in flops away as you've made it down the end of this unair conditioned stairwell in July heat here in the city it is sweltering and you all are dripping mops when you arrive at the bottom in the meantime I turn around and saw that they were not going to make it out quick enough so uh, Vincenti runs out the door they came in yep Runs a couple streets down and fires off a couple shots on his gun. That is a long turn that you just did. Yeah, you ran two blocks, <laughs> a block away. I want to. I want to. I want to draw attention elsewhere. 
<laughs> okay, sounds good. So, Vincenzi, you are a block away, uh, away from the parking lot, and you are firing your gun in the air as the rest of you get into the... We get to, like, the level five is on the wall. <laughs> it feels a lot faster when you take the elevator. <laughs> Trust me, it's not. This way is a lot speedier. <laughs> I feel like I should have been able to do this. This is the thing I'm good at. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> but we've got the doctor care, like stretched between us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Believe, believe it or not, I'm pretty fit for my age. <laughs> I, I just am having you? trouble today. <laughs> 65. Okay. I've never been in that good of shape. I just got lucky today. <laughs> <laughs> Which explains why uh, you are far off you see sirens in the distance they turn and as they're heading down the street that would lead them to the parking lot for this exact reasoning they hear the gunshots and immediately make a turn and begin heading in your direction you also see the stretch escalade pull up to the front of the office building i ran in to grab my jeep you sprint across the parking lot to your jeep as these sirens are getting closer and they are barreling down on Vincenti Barry. He puts his gun back in his briefcase and just walks towards the Escalade. Okay. Casually. <laughs> I mean, you did a sacrifice move for the other three, and so the security car <laughs> pulls up in front of you, and the window rolls down, and I want you to roll a charisma real quick right off the bat. Actually, no, don't roll. Tell me what your charisma is. Passive. 80. Jesus Woo. Christ. Yeah, could my 80 <laughs> athletics have gotten me a passive success <laughs> to go down the stairs? <laughs> no. And so <laughs> this security guy rolls down the window and is like, Hey there, mister. Did you see anyone firing off a gun up in the air over? And he points right to where you just were like two minutes ago. Yeah. Who, <laughs> <Hello>, me? <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw um, it was a, su- go? a super, <laughs> super tall guy with like super long hair and really huge long fingernails <laughs> and he wasn't wearing any clothes and he he screamed, I'm going to run all the way that way. <laughs> And he took off running in the opposite direction of where I I heard him say he's going that way. I said, I'm getting way far away from him. He's scary. And so that's why I'm walking this way. Anyway, you better go get him. <laughs> I think with your 80 charisma and just seeing the visage whoa, of you. It was such a good lie. It was such a good lie, <laughs> Also, obviously. this was before I started hiring uh, smart people to work for me, and right. this was just one of the goons that works for my security company. Yeah, the inside of every one of these security cars has a picture of you hanging from the rearview mirror to remind them who they work for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the logo is like a badge with his face on it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, you're... Wow, I, I didn't think I'd get delicious information from my boss on a not like tonight. You better go catch him. And immediately pedal to the metal and pressing his <laughs> boss. I can't do everything around here. <laughs> Perfect getaway. Clean as a whistle. You see, 
<laughs> you see there's uh, the van. There seems to be like some rummaging about in the cleaning van uh, that is parked right outside the front of this office building as you're walking over to meet the uh, the stretch Escalade that is now meeting you in the parking lot. Did any like uh, mops or brooms happen to fall out of the back of that van when the doors were open during the struggle? Dozens. multiple dozens (laughs) it is you know an office building there's a lot of cleaning a lot of sweeping up a lot of you need a different broom for each room (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah the van the cleaning van was open at one point yeah and and dozens of mops and brooms fell out (laughs) I grab a, I grab a broom. I know that this isn't how uh, car doors work, but I stick it in the ha- in the handle so she can't get out of the back of the van. <laughs> oh, oh, is that what the rummaging was? I thought the police were another like no, nah, just someone coming to you inside. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. So I do that, and it works. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> I want to talk through the door. Hey, Dorothy. <laughs> You guys are now pulled up next to this cleaning van and you've pulled up in such a way to where the she can't get out of the driver's side, which is the seat that she's kind of gotten herself into. And she's looking at you with kind of horror, trying to figure out whether she should roll down the window or not. <laughs> roll it down. Have you any gray poupon? <laughs> I always wanted to say that. <laughs> oh, yes. Very um, good one. Very good one. Uh, and she just lifts up a bottle of Evian and holds it up to you. Uh, calm down. Is that poison? Don't do not do it, Dorothy. No, no it's... What's the pH? Because I can tell you some things. <laughs> see a TED Talk about, like, water levels? Sweetie, I am your TED Talk. <laughs> now, tell me, what were you here cleaning up? Because I know a company like Trolley's, they don't do your normal messes. Do you want a taste of this arm around your neck one more time? <laughs> she rolls up the window quickly. <laughs> it's Don't a, do that. Don't do that, crank. Dorothy. Rolling it back up. Rolling it back up. I just, I just normal cleaning. Just a regular cleaning, huh? To, she breaks down, starts crying. You guys can roll humid. Dorothy, the kid's right. You don't need all these brooms and mops for normal cleaning. I failed a 19 on a 10. Damn. I failed as well. I, I failed did. real bad. Damn, damn, damn. Damn, 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 damn. She seems like she's fine. She's just crying. She's like, it's real cleaning. Well, I don't know why anybody would lie about that. <laughs> I don't know what else she can teach us. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, not a t- I'm not doing a TED Talk. I don't have your great poupon. I just have it on. That was a joke, Dorothy. Just a joke. <laughs> okay. Will you leave? <laughs> <laughs> Should yeah. we go to the crystal store or should we go to the uh, the doc's house? Well, there's also Trigate Supply. That is also true. Good thinking. Plus this map we got with this space yeah, needle that's abandoned. It does seem like his search was uh, concentrated in that area exactly. Perhaps we would find more there. Is any of that stuff near his house? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. People don't go too far out their neighborhood here in the city, or at least uh, Dr. Brock Hargrave seems to stay within his area around his house. I also have a close personal relationship with Aaron Strummer, so I could give him a call while we're on our way to another site. All right, let's check out the house first, and you call this 
Aaron Boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> An Aaron Boy of sorts, yes. Now, Doc, you be real cool when you call him. Don't get on a rant about Hargrave. Don't talk about how he's been seen shopping around where you shop. Or or do, but just don't don't get angry about it. I was it. gonna say that's kinda that's my the, inroad. Yeah, that is the entire yeah. line of question. Yeah, do you understand. have any do you have any of these crystals you can maybe put your bad negative energy into before you give him a call? Yeah, have any of your crystals been idea. charging? <laughs> oh, I always have them charging at, at least when the phase of the moon aligns, of course, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't charge a lapis lazuli on a on a waxing crescent, of course. That would no, be, that'd be stupid. <laughs> ridiculous. But I do have this tiger's eye here, and it is charged. Yeah, I'd say you, this is the prime time to be using that. Wait a minute, Doc. Has he ever met Craig? <laughs> he has not met Craig Mile. No. Perhaps Craig could call as a. Perhaps the. As a potential customer. That's a great idea. A career-defining performance, yes. <laughs> it's going to be tough, Doc, but I know you can do it. You're a real artist with those things, no matter how much they get in the way on the missions. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I will, I, I, I'll do this, but in the meantime, we are on our way to Hargrave's home. Is that what we decided, or was it the Space Needle? Hargrave's home. I see the Space Needle is kind of potentially a epic <laughs> conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> It seems like a very dramatic uh, location. Then yes, yeah, so uh, on our way then. Bring, bring. <laughs> Strummer's crystals. This is Aaron speaking. Aaron. Hello, hello, Aaron. Yes, no, this is Aaron. Uh, Aaron. Um, this is a friend of um, uh, Mr. Saint Blythe. Um, he told me to call you. Oh yes, that adds up. Mr. St. Blythe always calls me Aaron. It's, he's a bit of a, you know. And St. Blythe is giving big eyes to everybody in the car. Am I, am I on keep the right going, track? Just okay. keep going. Just We're keep going. Thumbs up, thumbs up. You are the puppet. You might have gotten me confused with my brother Aaron. Oh, either one I think works if your last name is... Strummer. Strummer, and that's the name on the door, right? That's the one, yes. Aaron Strummer's Resonating Crystals, though uh, it doesn't say Aaron, just says Strummer's Resonating Crystals above the door and on uh, all of my marketing. Well, you see, I'm a, I'm a mutual friend there of Mr. St. Blythe and, and a, a, a one Brock Hargrave, and we were trying to discern if he's been in lately. What was the name? I'm not supposed to say these kinds of things, but I love tea, so spill it if you must. It's it's Brock Hargrave. Brock Hargrave. Mm, let me look through. No, no, I'm not seeing this name anywhere on my Our, list. Ask him if anything's gone missing lately. Have you had anything, you know, that of, of maybe great value of or, or historical significance go missing lately? Go Greg, go Greg. I, I mean, You're going Doc. That's that's something. That sounds like something that you know St. Blythe would would say, right? Hold the skies. Also, I want uh, <laughs> the two criminals and the mercenary to roll criminology. I would like to roll my puppet skill. Thank you. <laughs> yes, please roll your puppet skill. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <gasps> I got a seven. That's oh, fuck definitely yeah. nice. a pass. I fail a 49 on a 40 puppetry. Damn. We probably shouldn't have done a FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I fail my I criminology He's made the roll. puppet. Hang up. 
Uh, yeah, I failed my criminology role too. I guess take off your headphones, the three of you that are in the room. Ooh. And Becca, since you <gasps> succeeded on your criminology check, this is knowledge that will just be for you. Oh, I get a secret. A Wait, secret. you're in the same room? <laughs> They're all uh, doing this thing where they put their fingers in their ears and then rub them around to make the consistent noise to not hear my voice. <laughs> Excellent. It this also hurts their ears the longer we talk. <laughs> so, Becca, it actually makes a ton of sense that Meat Hook would know Aaron Strummer, which is Aaron Strummer's brother. And Aaron Strummer isn't a purveyor of crystals at the Resonating Crystal Shop. He is a seller of crystal methamphetamine. Yeah, I, uh, I know a guy. I know, yeah, I know that guy. That's the guy that I know. Yep, that's the guy that you know. And this kind of comes to you as uh, as this conversation is happening on the phone. Not for me, but uh, many uh, people at the hold know a thing about that. So, who is this that I am speaking to then? It's uh, it's Craig, Craig Mile. Yes. Hmm. Are you sure this isn't hmm, some sort of crystalline knowledgeable man some sort of client of mine ask him where his brother is i i was i was wondering if i could speak to your brother hmm aaron let me see if he's here oh aaron let me remind you it's like 9 45 p.m now at night and you called the crystal shop <laughs> that's like their busiest hour <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, all right, he'll be here. Yes, uh, he's coming, he's coming. Hey, yo, who is this? Oh, uh, it's uh, Aaron, is it? Yeah, it's Aaron, who called for oh, me. I think you should give me the phone, actually. <laughs> I, I've got someone here who would like to speak to you. It's, uh, 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 hang on. He can see me, it's FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just hold the phone right there, Doc. Is that, uh, is this? You know me, Strummer, but don't say my name. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh. Nice. <laughs> Intimidation over FaceTime. Immediately, though, like, okay. You owe me a favor. O- okay, like I owe you a favor after the last time? Yeah, that wasn't my fault what went down. Yeah, telling me that that little fish fella of yours isn't, uh, isn't still hanging about? You're not still protecting him? Yeah, we scoot him out of the frame. Who, <laughs> <laughs> fish face? Fish face, shut your fucking mouth. Fish face. Haven't seen him. Bye. Don't know anything about his whereabouts. He's not at the hold, that's for sure. But you know who is? Uh, a lot of your former clients. Yeah, so what? What's it to you? All they need is one rock slipped in their water. And they'll be back on the choo-choo train, you know what I mean? Yes, I understand what you mean. What do you want? I want to know what you know about Dr. Brock Hargrave. Because he had some questions for you. Questions like, can he get some more? What do you want? He's uh, he's trying to get some, some crystal. I don't know what you want. Dr. Brock Hargrave is on the crystal? Why wouldn't he be? <laughs> yeah, no, I guess we are in the city. Well, you think my crystal's not good enough for a doctor? Should have known better. Took me to a while to kick the habit. Why would it be any different for uh, some some hob-nosing, jungle-seeking, uh, uh, cat-piss-smelling, uh, cow- cowboy-hat-wearing guy? Well, if he smells like cow piss, he's probably, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's why he hasn't made another order in a while. Ha! Trying to make his own. Ha! Okay, well, maybe tell me when the last order he got was. 
I don't know, like two weeks ago. Weeks. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Doesn't help me, man. Doesn't help me. Y'all got any questions for this fella? I turn the camera around. This is everybody <laughs> in our car, by the way, in case the, don't tell anybody right. if the police guys call. Hello. Hey, it sounds I'm, like you guys. Good are to see you. I'm Jimmy Corrigan. This is Dr. Shelley, and this is Craig. There's also a, a mob man whose <laughs> name keeps changing. <laughs> it's been Vincenti the almost the whole time. <laughs> Nearly the whole time, but it, Nearly the whole time. It sounds like maybe you're selling drugs in my city. <laughs> yeah, are you selling crystals or a crystal? I think you want to talk to my brother, Aaron, maybe. He sells crystals. Yeah, but... And I, you sell crystal methamphetamine. Well, that was a different conversation I was trying to have with, uh, with uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to say a name. I picked up on it pretty fucking quick, and uh, we're going to have to have a separate conversation outside of this because either I get a cut or you get cut. That seems fair. His eyes get pretty big, and he's like, good to know. Good to know. I will be in touch. So you've been what? You've been selling this shit to uh, Hargrave? Yeah. So what? A perversion of crystals. <sighs> Aaron, I think you need to tell people around town that Meat Hook is in with some classy folks now. I got shackles on my shoes or whatever she said. <laughs> yeah, you can see we're a classy bunch. And if you keep selling to our friend Meat Hook. <laughs> You're gonna what? It hurt you. <laughs> you look like a scary guy. So I'm not gonna mess with you, okay? I'm not gonna mess. In fact, I'll stop. I'll stop selling drugs. I don't know. It sounds like uh, maybe we could benefit from each other. We'll, I'll call you later. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to stop. You just gotta cut me in on it. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, and we'll talk later. Does he like to do drugs up in a tall tower? Does he like to do drugs up in the tall? I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, oh, you you're talking about his... The zeitgeist. You ever go to the zeitgeist? He's crazy, yeah, <laughs> where he's doing all the digging. Yeah. He's doing digging in a tower in the sky? He's got my children digging at the zeitgeist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Last time I went out there, I was like trying to maybe, you know, just be a good fella and drive it out to him, you know? And I, uh... Happened to see what he was doing out there, doing some digging with his sharp shovel. By the Space Needle? Yeah. You know, zeitgeist. A sharp shovel, Doc. It sounds like him. It's a telltale sign. He never leaves home without it. Would Vincenti know if there's a like a telescope in this tower? Oh, yeah. There's definitely yeah, a telescope. Yeah, he really fucking wants to go there now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go see where he's been doing his ground fucking. <laughs>
And that's uh, the end of that episode. There we go. <laughs> this is art. Let's go see where he's doing his ground fucking. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude, indeed. Yo, Becca, that was so fun. That, yeah, was, that was so a, fun. Was this is ridiculous, and I love it. <laughs>